I am Cheryl Witten, and this is The Aromatherapist, where we discover the superpower of plants. Have you ever been curious about aromatherapy and did a simple internet search, landed on a result and thought, that can't be right? The sad truth is most of the information out there about aromatherapy is not correct. It's my mission to change that. Join me in my new course, The Science of Aromatherapy, and learn about the science and chemistry of essential oils, drug interactions, safety considerations, contraindications, and botanical profiles of the 10 most popular essential oils. Visit livelovelemon.com forward slash science course to enroll. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the show. Today, I want to talk about Raven Sarah and Raven Sarah. These are different essential oils that are often confused and many people assume them to be the same thing. They are often sold as the same thing. They are often sold with the wrong label on them. And so I want to talk about it a little bit. Are they actually the same plant? What is the difference between them and how do we use them? So for the purposes of this episode, in order to have some clarity, because they they sound very similar, they are spelled differently as well. So we have Ravint Sara, R-A-V-I-N-T-S-A-R-A, and we have Raven Sara, R-A-V-E-N-S-A-R-A. They sound very similar. And when I'm speaking and when you're hearing this through your device, it's probably going to sound very similar. So for the purposes of clarity today on today's episode, I'm going to pronounce them slightly differently so that you can hear the difference. So we have Ravent Sarah, and we're going to talk about Raven Sara. All right. So before we get into the differences between these two plants, we have to cover one very important concept in aromatherapy, chemotypes. Plants often produce essential oil chemotypes. And what is that? These are plants of the same genus and species that appear identical, but produce essential oils with different major constituents. So essential oils have one or two major constituents, generally speaking, that dominate their composition. And a chemotype is the same plant, the same oil, so we're not talking about different species, but it has a different major constituent. So for example, we can find rosemary, species Rosemarinus officinalis, that produces an essential oil high in 1,8-cineal, also called eucalyptol. We can also find a rosemary from the exact same species, Rosemarinus officinalis, that is high in verbenone instead of eucalyptol. We can also find a rosemary that is high in camphor. Rosemary can be high in many different constituents. It is that dominating constituent, that major constituent is different. So the difference in a major constituent will change the aroma of the essential oil and the therapeutic properties. So when we look at rosemary, the cineal version will smell more like eucalyptus and will be preferred for, for respiratory health, like coughs and colds, for example. And the verbenone version is going to be more herbaceous smelling and, and gentler on the skin. So chemotypes are naturally existing. These are not synthetically altered or rectified by a manufacturer. They occur because the plant is a species variant, and sometimes because the plant has a different botanical origin. In aromatherapy and in plants in general, composition of the essential oil can also change according to the amount of sunlight or water, the soil type, the fertilizer used, the time of day, the time of year it's harvested. So these changes can alter the amount of the major constituent. So let's look at peppermint, for example. Peppermint usually contains anywhere from 20 to 50% menthol. 
So an alteration in its growing conditions, you know, even in the weather conditions, might bring it down to, say, 10% menthol. Or maybe not even that dramatic. Maybe it's normally at 50% and we bring it down to 45%, for example. Or it might bring up the menthone content, which is a different constituent, and so that might have a higher amount than it normally is. So these little changes will affect the smell of the essential oil and slightly change the therapeutic actions. So for example, if we have different weather conditions that bring down the menthol content of peppermint, it may not smell as minty. It may smell more herbaceous and it might have slightly different actions on it because it's not as minty. It doesn't have as much menthol, therefore it's not going to have that of cooling effect the way peppermint usually does. So we know if we want a peppermint that is very minty, we want to make sure we hit those growing conditions so that we can get the highest amount of menthol possible. However, those changes in composition does not bring a chemotype because what is happening is the menthol is still the highest constituent. It's just being adjusted because of growing conditions. A chemotype is when there is a change in that major constituent. So a chemotype instead is is sort of like an identical twin with slight differences in appearance. You will hear some companies say that plants need to be grown in their place of origin in order to produce the best essential oil and to avoid chemotypes. Well, not, that statement is not really that, that true. Sometimes in order to produce the best essential oil, it does need to be in the place of origin. You know, trying to take a eucalyptus tree from Australia and then trying to, you know, grow it in northern Canada, that's not going to work, right? It's, it's just not going to work. But that's not going to stop a chemotype from happening. And some plants are only grown in certain areas and some really need only tropical climates, for example. And that is very true. But sometimes that's also not true because there are common domesticated trees and plants that can be grown all over the globe as long as those conditions are right. We grow rosemary and thyme and peppermint and dill and lavender. That can be grown pretty much anywhere as long as the conditions are right. Most of us have those, those herbs in our gardens and things like orange trees you know, that's such a domesticated plant that they're grown everywhere. Like we have green belts in Canada where we can grow lots of citrus trees. And so you don't have to be in Florida to grow a, a citrus tree. So it's, that's not necessarily true. Further, a chemotype is not an indication of poor quality because chemotypes naturally occur. Some companies also want to standardize essential oils and say that any kind of variation like a chemotype is poor quality, and that's not true. It's naturally occurring. This happens. It's the nature of plants. That doesn't make it bad. We can find variations of plants in the wild. You can find a variant in the wild of plants. We've already talked about how plants can change, their composition can change based on how well the soil is cared for or the weather. So you can't necessarily standardize nature. You can't standardize essential oils. We know what we want percentages of constituents at that give us the best benefits or give us specific benefits. But again, just because you have a chemotype that has a different major constituent, it doesn't make it bad. It is just different. If you are trying to standardize it, it's not from nature. We can change the conditions and we can control our growing conditions as much as possible so that we can get a plant or a crop that produces very similarly every year, right? Farmers know how to do that. We already know how to do that. They do it every year with all kinds of different crops. 
But every year, that crop is not going to be exactly the same. There is going to be differences in it because it cannot be controlled. You cannot standardize nature. If you are trying to standardize an essential oil, or if you're getting an essential oil that is exactly the same, right down to the minute percentage, the decimal point percentage of constituent in your essential oil every single time, that's probably manufactured. Because you cannot standardize nature. The crop is different every time you farm. So it's never going to be exactly the same. A chemotype, a variant, it is simply different. So what does this have to do with Raventsera and Ravensara? Well, actually everything. Because Raventsera should not actually be called Raventsera. It is actually a chemotype of the Cinnamomum camphora tree. So this oil comes from the Cinnamomum camphora tree, which is native to China. However, we can also find this tree in Madagascar. This tree produces whole leaf oil from the leaves and camphor from the wood. And then these versions have many different chemotypes and they are sold under many different names. Lots of times essential oils and plants have different names or synonyms for them all over the world. So this is about to get really confusing. So stay with me here. All right, from this tree, we have whole leaf oil, linalool chemotype. So this is an essential oil that comes from the leaves of this tree. The major constituent in this version is linalool. This essential oil is sometimes called hosho shiu, or strangely, ho wood oil, even though it doesn't come from the wood, it comes from the leaves. We also have whole leaf oil camphor chemotype. So this is essential oil distilled from the leaves of this tree, but major constituent is camphor. So this is kind of confusing because we have camphor oil. The name of it is called camphor, which comes from the wood, but then we have versions that are high in the constituent camphor. Those are different things. Sometimes this essential oil is called Han Shou. Then we have brown, white, and yellow camphor, which is sometimes just called camphor. Typically what you're gonna find when you're buying camphor oil is it's gonna be white camphor. These come from the wood and branches typically, but they're also actually not a true essential oil. They are fractions that are pulled off during distillation and actually don't contain hardly any camphor constituent. Then we have whole leaf oil, 1,8-cineal chemotype from China. So this is essential oil distilled from the leaves that is high in 1,8-cineal, the Chinese version. Sometimes this essential oil is called yusho. And we also have a whole leaf oil, 1,8-cineal chemotype from Madagascar. So we distill these, the essential oil from the leaves of this tree. Again, major constituent is 1,8-cineal, but it's the tree from Madagascar. And this version is called Ravent Sera. So the Madagascar version of the sea camphora tree tends to be an essential oil from the leaves high in 1,8 cineal, and it gives it a eucalyptus smell, though a little bit softer than a regular eucalyptus oil. They've given this chemical version from Madagascar the name Raventsera. So actually, Raventsera is a whole leaf chemotype. This technically should be called Cinnamomum camphora chemotype 1,8 cineal, or whole leaf chemotype 1,8 cineal. It should not actually be called Raventsera. Where this probably came into play is that Ravensara is a different species that is also grown in Madagascar. 
And so there probably was some confusion here about which plant was which. And it's actually a tree. They're both trees. There was probably some confusion here between the trees and then it got con- got mixed up. And so we've sort of perpetuated this mixed up confusion in the aromatherapy world. So Ravensara is a different species of tree called Ravensara aromatica. So it also grows in Madagascar and we get oils from the leaf of this tree and the bark. The leaf oil is mostly high in limonene, but also quite high in estragol, making it potentially irritating to the skin. The bark oil is very high in estragol. It's like 90 to 95% estragol. So it's going to be very irritating to the skin. It is commonly mistakenly sold as Raventsara. And Raventsara is commonly sold as Ravensara. So it's a mess. To make it even more confusing, there was a species called Ravensara anasada that is now considered to actually be the Ravensara aromatica tree. Also, there are anomalies that show up in these leaf and bark oils from the Ravensara tree that also suggest we probably have a bunch of Ravensara chemotypes as well. So, what happened here anyway? (laughs) So, we have the same species of a different origin, China and Madagascar. And then we have essential oils from different parts of the tree. So, we have leaf oils and wood oils. And then we just have an entirely different species that got mixed up. So, what that gives us is many different essential oils from the same species with chemotypes on top of it. So, it's very confusing. But then we have a completely different species, which is the raven Sara. And some of the confusion might actually have occurred around the Malagasy word, which means I think it means fragrant leaf, and around the species and people just getting confused with the name of the species, essentially. So the most important thing here is to check the species name. If the label calls it Ravent Sara, but the species name is not Cinnamomomacamphora, then it's wrong because Ravent Sara is whole leaf. This is what you need to take away from this little lesson. Ravent Sara is hoe leaf. It's a chemo type of hoe leaf oil. That's it. Raven Sara is Raven Sara. Okay, so we got through that confusing part of that. Just writing it all down and figuring it all out in my own head is confusing. You may have to listen to this a couple times to get it clear in your own understanding of which one is which. How are you going to use these? So the 1-8 cineol versions that we talked about, these essential oils are going to be generally great for respiratory considerations. So lung health, coughs and colds, but we're also going to be able to use them for sore muscles, pain relief, the immune system, stress relief, for example. This is because 1-8 cineol has those therapeutic actions. Raven Sara is going to be helpful as well for respiratory health, for muscular joint pain, for headaches. Some texts indicate cold sores and shingles as well. There's not a ton of research on that, but some texts and experts feel that that is a useful way to use that. So there are going to be quite a few different ways to use all of these essential oils. So what are the safety considerations for these essential oils? The 1-8 cineol chemotypes are not going to be used on or near the face of children under six. This is because of that 1-8 cineol that we know can be a central nervous system depressant. And so we don't want to play around with that. This is the Chinese ho leaf chemotype 1-8 cineol, the Madagascar ho leaf chemotype 1-8 cineol, or Ravent Sarah. The ho leaf camphor chemotype that is high in camphor 
also contains saffron and methyl eugenol, so it does have some toxicity concerns. Usually, the saffron is taken out because it's considered a risky constituent. Again, it, it's important to figure out from your supplier what kind of hoe leaf you're getting so that you can understand where some of the concerns are and where you need to take precautions. If you're getting Ravent Sarah, you're getting hoe leaf high in 1-8 cineol. Essential oils should be diluted, which we've covered multiple times as well. And we've gone over that. That's just a safe way to use essential oils on your skin. The Raven Sara bark oil is going to need to be used in low dilution, meaning lots of carrier oil, hardly any essential oil, and in low amounts because, as I said, it's that 90 to 95% estragol, so it's going to be very highly irritating to the skin. Some experts think you should never use Raven Sara bark oil on your own without the guidance of an aromatherapist because they consider it to be so risky. I think that's probably extreme, but if you don't know what you're doing or if you've never used the essential oil before, then it's probably a good idea to check in with someone who does know what they're doing. All right, so let's recap again. What's the difference? Raven Sara is actually whole leaf, just a chemotype from Madagascar instead of China. In this case, whole leaf is like identical quadruplets with slightly different appearances. There's many versions of whole leaf with different main constituent. That same tree also produces camphor oil from the wood, which also has multiple versions. So these are like a bunch of siblings from the same family tree. And Raven Sara is simply Raven Sara from Madagascar, a totally different tree. And let's remember, a chemotype isn't wrong or bad or poor quality. It naturally exists. It's just simply different. All right, beautiful people. Thank you so much for listening today. If you feel so inclined, please subscribe, rate, and review this show. For show notes and more information on essential oils, please visit livelovelemon.com forward slash podcast. And we love to know what you're up to and how you're using your essential oils. So head over to Instagram and find us at the Aromatherapist Podcast. My name is Cheryl Witten. And I am your aromatherapist. We have to share with you this obligatory disclaimer. Information in this podcast is for educational purposes only. It is not a replacement for medical advice or for professional aromatherapy consultation. If you need medical care, please visit your physician. Speak to your primary care provider, pharmacist, and a qualified aromatherapist before commencing any programs.